What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another Shut Up, No One Cares, Get Back to Work podcast, a show short and sweet about big ideas that are going to stand the test of time. Big ideas that you can use to become a better human. Then when you become a better human, others will follow you and they will become better humans and we'll have a ripple effect. And that's how we're going to change the world, paying it forward by first becoming the best version of ourselves that we can. I'm your host, Colin Stuckert, founder of Wild Foods and The Central Mind. I'm obsessed with being the best version I can, taking advantage of this short period of time we have on this planet, and then passing along that legacy to the next generation. So this is no small matter that we're discussing. We got to get to work. We got to make things better for my son's generation, because right now, some of the trends are not really going in the right direction. And so that's why I'm doing this show. This is my effort to try to help build better humans so we can have a better world and a better future. Today's big idea is something I was writing about earlier. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about the idea of businesses and employees. And this is going to apply to you, whether you're a student going to go to college trying to get a job, or you currently have a job, or you're currently looking for a job. This is universally applicable. Not everybody's going to be an entrepreneur. Uh, Maybe you're going to be a freelancer or have a side gig or side hustle. That's great. But I've learned over the past 13 years doing this thing that entrepreneurship is not really built for everybody. Most people are not built for it. It takes a certain kind of life sacrifice and mindset and person to do it. And it's not necessarily easier or better than having a job. And so I know that some of the confusion around it is very glamorous right now. For most of you, most people, you're going to have a job of some sort. And a job in the US, the way things work right now, is you working for a business, that business sells products or services. And then ideally, at the end of every month or year, they have some money left over called profit after they subtract their expenses. So as an employee, What you're trying to do for a business is do something, one of the following. You're trying to help solve a nagging problem or pain that that business has, which then should translate into productivity and and other things for the business that it can do to eventually make more profit. You're to be part of providing the good or the service that the company uses to sell, so you can become an an important part of delivering that product or service. Or you're gonna bring in outside sales because you're gonna go out and you're gonna either market or do sales directly, which will then bring revenue and profit. I mean, this is how business works. If you're talking about nonprofit, but for businesses, you have to have profit for the business to exist. I know profit gets a bad rap, but whatever. This is a capitalistic world we live in, and businesses that survive, they make profit, and then they provide goods and services to the economy, to consumers that want those goods and services, and so they are making the world a better place. You don't really become successful in a capitalistic economy if you're not providing value, if people don't want the things you're selling. So for you, if you're thinking about trying to find a job, if you going to go to college and try to build a CV so that employers will look at you and maybe potentially give you a job. Or if you currently have a job and you want to be a little bit more secure and or have options, it's going to come down to making sure you understand what business is, making sure understanding the people that are running those businesses or, or the hiring managers or whatever, what their incentives are, what they're trying to accomplish. Because sometimes it's not exactly connected to making money or solving problems. Usually hiring managers and larger organizations have certain incentives and certain rules they have to follow and things like that, certain quotas to hit that you have to think a little bit differently versus a small business, which is what I've been running most of my life, is I'm trying to solve problems, grow to bring new sales, new revenue revenue in to save expenses. So if somebody can come in and save things or do things better, more efficiently. And, and generally I want somebody that has a good attitude and that's going to help me make money or save money, right? That's, that's pretty much a small business hiring mindset. Larger corporation, a couple things are different there. They're going to want to make sure 
they can get somebody that's good. First of all, the primary motivation for hiring manager is to make sure that you don't make them look bad. Talking about that and, and finding ways to show that like they can trust that you're going to be a good employee, maybe being even willing to work for free for a few weeks or a month just to kind of take some of the pressure off the hiring manager to, to commit to you. These are all things that you have to understand when you're going into trying to find a job and depending on who you're targeting, what company, business, market, et cetera, you want to understand the different incentives and the different variables. So that's that's number one. But number two, the problem with most traditional job seeking is you do all these things focused on building this resume. You try to make yourself look as good as possible. Well, a lot of times those things don't always translate into skills that will help you actually generate revenue or help a business. Hiring managers look at that stuff and CVs still get used a lot because there's kind of a lack of a better option, but there's way more other ways and there's way more creativeness that you can apply to figuring out how to look good to an employer. I'm not going to go into that today because that's, that's a large topic, but if you are going to play the game where it's just you trying to compete with other people to build a CV so that you stand out, well, that game is really hard to play. The other problem with it from the entrepreneur perspective, from the owner's perspective, from the business perspective, is you spend a lot of time focusing on yourself and making yourself look good. What about things that you've actually done? What about your passion projects? What about your attitude? What about your actual skills? What things am I actually going to care about when you actually show up for work day one and then day 90 and then day 180, et cetera? Those are the things that matter to me. And so you could... In a lot of instances, for a lot of businesses that don't really care about CVs or, or don't have to follow a certain CV trajectory for hiring, you can appeal to the things that matter for the business. Save money, save headache, solve problems, generate revenue, and generally have a good attitude to be able to work with others. You could just play to that. Do projects that show that you have skills for these. Like maybe you work on a nonprofit for free on the side. Maybe you do open source software and you had to collaborate with a bunch of other developers for no pay. Things like that are the things that business owners, not necessarily hiring managers, but definitely business owners care about because they know how hard business is and they know that most people are just not very good employees. I mean, that's what I've learned over the years. Most employees are not very good employees or they're at least the baseline of who they're going to be forever. And that's all they're ever going to be. Um, there's definitely people that shine and there's definitely people that can be cultivated and built or whatever. But I found that it, those people are people that have good attitude first, and then maybe have certain skills uh, that you can train for. I know this is a huge topic and go on and on, but think about ways that you can contribute to business success, solve problems, find ways to generate new revenue, new profit, and be a team player, have a good attitude, bring good energy, good vibes into your workplace or to the hiring manager or to the team or whatever. And if you're trying to find a job at a big corporation that has certain things like this, I can't really give you a ton of advice there because I've never done that, but a hiring manager is going to care more about protecting their ass and you're going to want to highlight that. You're going to want to highlight the fact that you are you work well with people, so you're not going to become an HR nightmare or a pain in the ass. That's important. And then you just... I would say emphasize the fact that you're here to learn and grow. This job isn't you coming in saying, I have all the answers because I have some degree. This job is coming in and saying, I want to learn this business and I want to see where I can fit in and provide value because the work I do matters and I want to do something that matters and I want to contribute where I can so that I'm not wasting my time. I mean, I feel like if you go into most job situations and you're confident and you're very clear about what you want, you save everybody time and maybe you're not a right fit for the organization and they can say, you know what? You're not really right, right fit for us, but that's great. Move on to the next person, move on to the next business. That's what you should do anyways. So those are just some thoughts on maybe job security. Uh, if you're looking for a job, if you're going into the job market and you're a student right now, 
kind of universally applicable. It's really just comes down to people and their incentives, what they want to do, what they're trying to avoid happening, and then just building strengths and or speaking to those things. Let's get to the daily six and then I'm gonna let you go. Today's quote is, you must immerse yourself in your work. You have to fall in love with your work. You must dedicate your life to mastering your skill. That's the secret of success. Chef Giro. I'm sure you've heard or seen the movie Jiro or Jiro. I think it's Jiro. Jiro dreams of sushi. It's so important. And if you read Cal Newport's book, So Good They Can't Ignore Me, which I highly recommend, he has this idea that like, he has this concept that you tend to develop passion by getting good at something, committing versus finding like things you're already passionate about that are somehow going to make you money. Uh, that's a huge topic for another day, but definitely applicable to today's discussion. Definitely worth pursuing. Daily tip or recommendation for life, business, work, everything. Keep things simple. We are drawn to complexity. We complicate things when we don't have to. We want long explanations and we justify whatever. It goes on and on and on. The reality is the simpler and the less is more approach we can take, the better results we're going to get, the more fulfillment we're going to get. The human mind can only handle so many things. In our complex world, it leads to depression and anxiety and, and overwhelm. We need to curate what we let into our lives, what we let into our minds, what content we consume, what we do, what we take on. We need to say no more often. So some books on this, which is going to take care of the book recommendation for today, are Essentialism, The One Thing, or you could say the number, yeah, The, the One Thing, that's what it is, Gary Keller, and then Minimalism. Actually, I don't know if that's a book, Minimalism? Well, there's a couple of books on minimalism, but I would recommend reading at least one of them. A deep life is based on doing few things deeper. Daily health tip, get outside, please, please, please get outside in direct sunlight with no sunglasses because you'd stimulate vitamin D through your eyes and build that vitamin D. Work on your tan a little bit and don't be afraid of the sun. You staying indoors is affecting your health. You have to go outside. You have to get vitamin D. There's also the sounds, the birds, the forest, the leaves rustling in the wind. These sounds are therapeutic to the human being because it's where we're designed to live. Yet we live in boxes, climate controlled boxes where we can have artificial sounds going all the time or no sound. It's not natural. Get outside, get vitamin D, get in nature. Daily thoughts about money. So, so do this for me. Open up a Google spreadsheet, map out all your expenses, Try to guesstimate on what you're spending on things that are variable, like groceries and gas and things like that. And then get it all, all onto that spreadsheet. And then do a column where you add it all up and do your column where your income is. List all your income sources and then do a formula where your income minus your expenses gives you your net for the month. You should be thinking of your life like a business, like a profit and loss, because at the end of the, at the end of every month, year, et cetera, you're gonna have a certain amount of money left over. Hopefully you're gonna have money left over most people don't actually. Most people just go into debt. They go into debt for years. You can't build wealth. You can't build autonomy or security if you don't even know how much money you're spending and whether you're in the green or the red every single month. So what you do is you build the spreadsheet and then go into one of your apps like Simple or this new Oxygen app I just got or any of the banking apps at this point. You can get all your expenses and a lot of times they'll categorize them by category. Put them into that spreadsheet and then get an average of what you're actually spending or maybe even get a month to month of what you're spending. If you're not spending a ton of money, you could just pretty much import all of it into a spreadsheet and then organize it and get an exact P&L profit and loss. Did you save money or did you spend money? Did you go into the red or did you break even? And then do that every month. 
add a Google Calendar invite or whatever calendar app you have to do this like maybe the, the fifth of every month for the previous month and then make this a habit. If you don't track, if you don't measure what's going on with your finances, you will never be able to improve them or grow them and you will likely on a monthly basis go more into the red and become a debt slave. There's just no reason for that. That's going to be it for today's show. Like, subscribe, share, do all those things. And I'm going to see you in the next one.